welcome to maybe a surprising episode of the Chinwag that you didn't expect because I thought I'd have loads of Christmas plans that would mean I wouldn't have time to film another episode for 2020. But um, it's me, Tufty, and... Hello, it's me, Woody. We're back. We are... Coming at you. From uh, self-isolation. Woo! (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) Maybe if it was day two of isolation, we'd be a bit more enthusiastic there. But what are we now? Day something... Day seven. I know. No. Day seven. Oh, that's not, Eight? That's not bad. No. The end seven. is near. Yeah. All right. So how, how are you doing in, in isolation? Well, I think I am. So for those who don't know, I got a positive COVID result last week on the Tuesday from a test on Monday. So I was a bit under the weather with that for a number of days. But I think I physically recovered from that. But um, in other departments going downhill, I think... The, uh, the sheer quantity of terrible food. I could, well, not terrible food in terms of bad quality, but bad for your... The, the pyramid of food hasn't been filled up very well, let's just say that. Like, lots of cheese, lots of chocolate. I've, I've ruined my sleep schedule. I don't know if you do this, but, like, normally during the year, I'm, like, I try to have a decent sleep schedule. And then when I get ill, I kind of take that as the cue for, right, I can be really irresponsible with my sleep, mm-hmm. which doesn't make any sense, because, like, the, the one time in the year when you do want a good sleep schedule is when you're ill, so you can recover. And I'm like, nah, I'll go to bed at 2am, it'll be fine, what could possibly go wrong? So I, I think the forced staying inside is starting to have a negative effect. But as you said, Susanna, three days to go, mm-hmm. and then we yeah. can go out. So I think you, you, How about you? you feel tired, but it's not the kind of tired from having exercise, it's just like kind of lethargic, because you're not actually doing anything. Exactly, I feel like my body's just seizing up inside, oh. you know, from lack of use. <laughs> Because I think when I, I was like gutted when I, because I got home on Monday and then Tuesday it was like 10 a.m. <laughs> my first day of being home. And then I was like, yeah, all my plans kind of cancelled. And then I remember thinking like that 10 days was, it felt like such a long time. And so I kind of started making all these plans like, oh, we should like, you know, do Pilates outside like every morning to like <laughs> keep fit. Because I was like, our oh, health is going to go down the drain and we're going to be really, you know unfit but obviously I actually did do Pilates on Christmas day <laughs> but um that's just because I had nothing else to do but um yeah it's been all right I haven't really done any exercise and I do feel a bit cooped up but you can I guess you can't even can you stick your head out the window I've got the balcony oh, so I can go out for a, for a quick pace oh that's I'm, good that's good at least Christmas day was quite nice I was able, I, set, I put a chair out had a glass of whiskey had a bunch of oh. cheese and some crackers got very cold very quickly even with five layers on but hey ho. No, because it's been like mm. torrential rain and storms. Well, I guess there's a storm in Bath, right? Last night it was terrible. It was a bit rowdy at some point. Like I remember I was on the verge of sleep and I was like dreaming. And then I had one of those experiences where you get pulled out of your dream, but it almost feels painful to come out of your dream. I don't know if anyone's ever had that before. Mm-hmm. And then I couldn't get back to sleep. So my bold plans of I'll go to bed at a normal time, get up at a normal time were thrashed last night. But it's, it's all good. It's all good. Speaking of dreams, I was going to say that I had, for context, I um, didn't think I'd be able to get a test because you have to have symptoms to get a test. But then Adam spoke to a track and trace woman who said that I could get one. And so I had one on Wednesday. And then it was like horrible two days of checking my phone every five minutes to try and see what the result was going to be. Because I was convinced it would be positive just because we worked together. From Friday to Sunday, I spent a lot of time with Adam. So I was like, pretty sure I must have it. And then I had one dream one night where... I dreamt that I got an email 
saying that the test was void and I think some other people were in the email like Ross and Joy or something and we've been told that they thought we had deliberately done the tests wrong in order to spite the government <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know what that means and then but then the next night I had a good dream that it was um negative result and they gave me this giant swab as a memento trophy for like getting a negative result <laughs> Oh, so my brain was clearly like kind of going into meltdown but yeah i got a negative result on christmas day which was a lovely present mm, mm. it's been a very it's been a trying time for our empty relationship hasn't it Susanna? because <laughs> not only did i force you to self-isolate but there was a certain incident with strictly which yeah. i may have spoiled the strictly final for Susanna, which was two Saturdays ago now. So I'm curious, what do people think? Is it worse to make someone self-isolate for 10 days or <laughs> to spoil the Strictly final? Which, in case anyone's listening now and is still somehow not watched the Strictly final, I'm not going to spoil now. Yeah, it was. I was a bit like, I think I made out like I was more upset than I actually was with the spam I sent to Adam. I actually wasn't up that upset, but I just wanted him to feel bad for like a few minutes. Just because it's a good mm. life lesson. Generally, just don't send someone like a picture like, spoiling something until you've checked that they've watched it. But never mind. We've moved on from that now. Got other things to complain about, like lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, speaking before we move off of COVID, I've got to share. Peter Foster, if you're listening, I just want to give a shout out to the amazing virtual Christmas card you sent me, which began, uh, "Hi Adam, I always thought you were a positive person, but not in a COVID way. <laughs> Loved it. Thank you very much for that, Pete. That put a <laughs> smile on my face." Also, this is also not really, this is not relevant to COVID, but for Christmas, my mum got me some pyjamas with Christmas cats on them. Some of them are quite scary, but, um, because I, and then I found it really funny because I thought there's a saying called the cat's pyjamas. Like, you know, the saying, the bee's knees. I'm oh, yeah. sure there is an equivalent that goes, oh, like, that's the cat's pyjamas. And so I thought it was really funny that I have cat pyjamas. But then I asked my friends and no one seems to think that's a saying. So if anyone knows that as a saying, let me know. Get presents. Any, I, uh, any good presents? I got um, some scales, so not sure <laughs> what my parents are trying to say there. Oh, there's some scales for <laughs> wearing yourself? Yeah. Oh, right. No, in many ways, actually, a very, very useful gift. I've reached that age where the gifts are now practical, which in mm. many ways is much better than the random toys you would get as a kid. Yeah. Um, I got my, my Lynx deodorant set off of my aunt and uncle. Like, you may not know this because you don't have any male siblings, but... The rite of passage into manhood in the 21st century is when you first get your Lynx deodorant set, which is a Lynx deodorant can, Lynx deodorant shower gel. Yeah, no, I, I used to work in boots and in the Christmas I ah, loads of sets. So I was like, I know that as a gift for men. <laughs> You've got the insight there. Yeah. It's always a precarious year because there are some years where you're like, I'm actually going to get my Lynx deodorant set and you kind of sweat a bit. But then there's always one buried somewhere in the bag <laughs> Do of you presents. get it every single year? Every year, guaranteed. Crazy. Wow. I just want to say thank you to everyone. Like, I felt very, um, I don't know, blessed by the Whitcomb family. Like, when we had that kind of spontaneous prayer meeting on Christmas Eve, I just loved that that was arranged. And it was just really nice to see people that showed up to be able to pray for, you know, our situation, but just generally COVID and Christmas. And there was just a great sense of, like, unity, um, the fact that we're all suffering in different ways from COVID and Christmas is hard for everyone it was just I really appreciated being able to have that time with everyone so I think you're all great <laughs> I just want to throw my thanks in there as well to, to everyone who offered to buy supplies or provided whiskey um, you guys are great too 
<laughs> really, yeah, oh, and for people who have just got in touch randomly, uh, very much appreciated. A wonderful reminder of the Lord's love through his people. So mm-hmm. thank you to all of you who, yeah, whatever you did, very much appreciated. Thank mm. you. So do you want to segue into your thought of the day? Because yours is relevant to your situation, isn't it? I mean, I hope yours is relevant to your situation. Well, it's not relevant <laughs> oh, no. to COVID. It's just like a reflection from the time. Ah, okay, cool. Like, yeah, cool. Right. Let, um, my thought for the day, week, podcast, month comes from Titus chapter two. And I don't know if you're the kind of person where certain passages will kind of get stuck in your head and you'll think on them for a number of months. And there's a section of Titus two, which did that for me this year. And it's starting from verse 11 reading down to verse 14 uh let me begin for the grace of god has appeared bringing salvation for all people training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled upright and godly lives in the present age waiting for our blessed hope the appearing of the glory of our great god and savior jesus christ who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works. Now there's a a lot being said in this passage and a lot which could be focused on, but the verse which really stood out to me last week is verse 13 of waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And last week when I went for my test on on Monday, I, I was very, I wasn't expecting it to be a positive result. There was lots of evidence to suggest it would be negative. And then when it came back on Tuesday morning uh, of positive and having to go through the process of emailing out people and working out what the actual implications of this, there are some immediate personal implications of, um, oh, well, I'll be spending Christmas at home. I won't be, sorry, spending Christmas in Bath. I won't be going home for it. But there was also the thought of, well, what's happened if I've spread it to other people without realizing? And it struck me that I was almost kind of obsessing over, well, I just want everyone to have a negative result but the verse 13 here of waiting for our blessed hope the appearing of the glory of our great god and savior jesus christ our hope as christians is christ returning we long to see him return and although yes i wanted everyone to have a negative result i had to kind of wrestle with myself of you know what it's the thing i'm not holding out for in this world is everyone to have a negative COVID result and i think almost just encourage all of us to think what's the thing we're most hoping for right now and to really reflect on that is it christ is it christ returning or is it some other issue whether you're a student and it's well i just hope i can get this result in my exams or i don't know whether you're retired and thinking well i just want to get the most out of my uh, retirement I, I i don't know christ needs to be your hope it needs to be my hope and uh, just pray that that will be the case for all of us and that was a bit of a tangent hopefully there was some usefulness in there susanna over to you yeah that's great i think that's really important to remember like it's good to to have an eternal mindset for sure because you kind of a lot of us think we're invincible really like i kind of did to be honest i mean i know i didn't get covid thankfully but you kind of think you're yeah things aren't going to affect you when they very easily can and we're all so fragile um so the amount of times that we are spared by god we aren't even aware of it um anyway yeah so i was doing some reflecting uh over the term because i have a journal where i write everything down which i love doing um that's a recommendation i suppose to write down like prayers and thoughts and stuff because it's really like interesting to be able to look back on them and um i was looking on the kind of things i'd learned from the first term and i was reminded actually about this thing because yesterday in one of the sermons 
of my home church, um, they were looking at Mary and how she submitted to the Lord and how she treasured up um, all of these things and pondered them in her heart. And then we were talking about um, your kind of quiet time and the importance of meditation on God's word. And then he shared, um, the pastor shared uh, something that a friend had said to him once, that um, God wants our love and devotion more than our service. And I think that's something that I had learned uh, quite early on when I went to um, start the term. Because obviously when you're doing, being a trainee, you're super, super busy doing all this kind of service. And it's easy to sometimes want to use your quiet time almost like efficiently. Like if I had a passage I had to uh, prepare or lead or something, I would be tempted to squeeze it into my quiet time. Like, oh, I'll just use this time to study this passage to save time. And um, I just think it's so important to enjoy God first and foremost. And that's something I did over lockdown because I had loads of time the first time. I would just spend ages like meditating on the word and loving it. And then I kind of felt sad that when I started the trainee term, I was so busy that I was just kind of squeezing my time in with God when I could. And I didn't like that. So that's something I kind of needed to be disciplined with. But I think like Mary, I really want to like ponder the things of God and meditate on them and treasure them up and enjoy God for who he is um, and not just to kind of get carried away with service when actually you forget to um, nourish that relationship with God who you are serving if that makes sense so yeah it's been good to remember that um, when it comes to going back to the second term which I'm sure will be just as busy <laughs> mm, yeah cheers for that yeah, that's yeah something which I need to apply to my life as well. So thank you for that, mm. that thought for the day. Cool. Yeah. And I think with that, we reach the recommendations section of the podcast where we will never be accused of advertising certain companies over others, <laughs> but for good reason, for good reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to go first with your recommendation, Susanna? Um, okay. So actually I thought of two. First one is the film Mary Poppins Returns. I watched that on Boxing Day because I persuaded my parents to get Disney Plus because I thought it was going to be a long 10 days. So, and I was very hesitant to watch it because I love the original and I was like, why are they redoing it? There's no point. You can't beat Julie Andrews. And actually, I like the Mary Poppins isn't as good as Julie Andrews, but it was a really nice film that it's when it's following the kids and when they're growing up and it's just really wholesome and Meryl Streep's in it great cast it's just loads of fun and it really boosted my spirit and just really great songs as well so i would recommend having, giving it a go if you've been hesitant to watch it it's a great holiday watch and also i always kind of like swing and like 50s music and then i've got this playlist on spotify called rose tinted glasses and i'm not advocating escapism um, and not you know facing life's problems head on but sometimes i like to just pretend I'm in a film and walk along and like to kind of romanticize life and so I've been listening to lots of Nat King Cole and Frank Sinatra and Billie Holiday and I just think they're great like they have such fun lyrics and such great tunes and their voices are wonderful and I just love like also the Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers films and the musicals like Singing in the Rain and all that kind of stuff is very much up my street so um, I would recommend having a listen to them i think the playlist i sort of found more songs from yesterday is called all out 50s that's on spotify and it's great if you want to have a listen so i'd recommend uh those tunes oh well, well hopefully we remember to include a link in the email we sent out to you guys 
on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, What's your recommendation? Well, you've shown me up there by bringing two to the table. I only had one on mine. The first one I had is the, um, the shop on Walcott Street called The Fine Cheese Company. Uh, I went there to get my dad a Christmas present and bought him some very nice cheese and some crackers. And I was looking forward to giving it to him. Of course, then COVID struck, so I could no longer give it to him, which meant I had to eat my way through this cheese, which Aww. has done much damage to my waistline, but was an incredibly enjoyable experience. And very nice store. Would recommend going there just to kind of stand in awe at all the cheeses on display. I realise this is excluding the vegans from the podcast at this point, but I'm going to make no apologies for that particular moment. Um, yeah, they I had a very nice. A, they have a cafe as well, don't they? Uh, they do. Maybe they do. Okay, they did you do. Know that? They Apparently, do. Yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> no. Um, I had a very nice Spanish blue cheese. So, Carlos, if you're listening, there's your shout out to Spain. <laughs> very nice and my second I, I, I've got no movies to recommend actually I guess I watched Madagascar 2 on the weekend on BBC iPlayer and it's probably the strongest of the Madagascar trilogy and yeah, I mean, it's, it's a fun film you know it's not amazing but it's a solid film so there's my second recommendation as well so if you're a parent looking to entertain your kids somehow <laughs> Madagascar trilogy there you go great okay are we coming to the end it's been, has it been quite long I don't know we'll find out it says 37 minutes on the Zoom clock. Oh, have, have fun editing this, Susanna. You can tell that we haven't had much social contact recently. Oh, it's, it's, it's cool. So thank you for listening to the, I think this is the sixth episode now. So last episode of 2020. You know, I would say, oh, well, we can all hope for a better 2021, but that would be in direct violation of what I just said in my thought for the day. So we do hope and pray that your hope will be in Christ and Christ returning and that you'll find delight in him. And yeah. We'll see you guys all in 2021. Looking forward to hopefully seeing some faces in person at the church if Boris lets us. We need to give them our advice, remember? Remember the saying that we need to uh, advocate hands. because one of us actually got COVID? Oh, yeah, of course. Hands. Some extra measures as well. So hands, hands face, giant stick to keep people apart. There we go. Yeah. And, and look to Jesus. Look to Jesus. There we Bye. go. Bye. Bye.